This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Daria. Talking to me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? Uh, just a conversation I would have pretended to make an excuse for <laughs> and walked away. Oh, sorry, I forgot about, um, I've left my car on. Hello, oh. would you like to donate to charity? No, I've got my headphones in. You can see that I've got my headphones in. and you. Uh, that happened to me once. One of those charity people went like, take your headphones out, like did the little... Pretending oh, to pull yeah. the headphones out gesture, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, this must be something important. Surely yeah. they wouldn't stop." I like, I've forgotten to wear pants today, or something <laughs> horrible has happened. Yeah. This person knows news about my life, and I took the things off, thinking, "Well, the most important thing that this could possibly be <laughs> to make someone take their heads headphones off." And he went like, "Do you feel bad for kids sometimes?" Oh. I was like, "Never, never, mate. Who do you think you're talking to?" Those kids fuck. should have gotten themselves out of whatever situation they're in. <laughs> yeah, fuck. The charity charity muggers, as we call them, are the yeah. worst. Ah, uh, look, you've got to make a living somehow, and that ain't the way to do it. <laughs> no, you should reevaluate all of your life choices if you are working in that kind of promo. Uh, charity is good, and like, you know, I, people, you know, you should never look down on any job, but just there's a way to do that without being annoying. And yeah. all sales, that applies to. I've worked in sales plenty, and there's a difference between being a salesman and being, like, like not taking no for an answer. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's, like, that's always the way. If you walk past once and, and they, they, you know, are like, hey, do you, do you have a, a minute to talk about fucking Oxfam or whatever? And you're like, no, Dude, I'm sorry, I'm busy. If one of them came at me with that laid-back attitude, <laughs> <laughs> fucking like Oxfam I'd- or whatever... Nox, Nox fam. I mean, you'd be Nox fam <laughs> into that, I assume. Dude, it's the only charity I donate to. Oh baby, but yeah, if you walk past a second time and they're still like, "Hey man, come on, you got time to?" It's like, no, fucking okay, no. Or when they you like, well, they'll forcibly put themselves kind of in your path. Mm. Oh, man. No good. No good. Ain't no good. Thankfully, anyway. though, I I am not someone who often gets that. Like, I've had it maybe once or twice in my life. Like, I know it happens to everyone else, but I just have that real unapproachable sort of demeanor that means I, <laughs> they, they, they rarely actually do try to stop me and talk to me, which is a blessing. It's I, they a blessing always, and a curse. always do it with me, and it's always like, big man, or like, nice beard, or some yeah, dumb, sh- like... Yeah. Thing of like, I'm self-conscious about my beard. <laughs> <laughs> I'd shave yeah, it off if fair. I could. <laughs> I'm like I'm I basically when I go out in public I'm like a I'm like a, a Marvel cast member who's trying to be on the down low. You know, I'm like Captain America where I'm like wearing a baseball cap and sunglasses and a bland sweater and I'm like no one can see me. No one can see me. And a hood as well and like a ghillie mm. suit. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. 
Speaking of Gilly, we've been yes. watching Game of Thrones. Yes, we have. And uh, there, all the characters in that show wear ghillie suits. Is that where you were going with that? <laughs> yep, that's why I brought it up. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, yes, we are. Yeah, I didn't say the name of the show. We're, we're here to... Uh, would you like to buy uh, or donate to Aria Talking to Me, a Game of Thrones podcast that is hosted by myself, Ben Vanell, and yourself, Adam Knox. It's a light-hearted yet uh, detailed recap and review of every episode of Game of Thrones. We're up to season four, episodes three and four in this episode. Mm. So if you haven't watched both of them, go do that now. Go do it now. Yes. Um, we yeah, we've both watched these. Uh, I think we're both on the exact same page in the sense that we prefer four hundred three Breaker of Chains over uh, four hundred four Oathkeeper. Yeah. Um, the first one, a good like return to form of like jumping between all the different storylines and stuff. I enjoyed going back to that after the sort of mm-hmm. more focused episode from last week. And then the fourth episode does the same thing, but just more boring somehow. <laughs> Absolutely. Completely. Um, yeah. So let's, let's start, let's start talking about episode 403, Breaker of Chains. So it opens with the face of dead Joffrey straight away again mm. like exactly the same moment as the end of the last episode yep. Sansa gets taken away again and we follow her down uh, with um, the full guy down at yeah. Littlefinger's ship Yep, he yanks her up onto that ship in a real scary fashion and is immediately mm. the biggest creep to her totally it's like it's night time and she's obviously extremely freaked out already and he does not uh, do anything to calm her down. Yeah. So I guess she's been traveling for a while because it was the middle of the day at the wedding. Yeah. They must have yeah. Rode out a fair distance. Or like it's it's the sun is setting by the time they get down to the beach. Mm. It mm. took them ages to get out of there, actually. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's weird. They must have just kept like going down dead ends and be like, oh, shit, not this way. <laughs> oh, back. Go back. Go back. Keep your head down. Keep your head down. Oh, another charity mugger. We're going to have to stand here for 40 more minutes. Uh, No, I feel bad every time. They get in my way and it makes me feel bad. He called me big man. We're friends. (laughs) You are Dauntus the Fool. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Littlefinger like is, I saved you. Aren't I the best? Mm. And then to make her feel comfortable, he uh, shoots her friend in the head. (laughs) Yeah. Yep, right in front of her. Didn't wait, didn't, like, you know, just... Uh, it almost felt like a, another weird power move from him. Of like Totally, he this. didn't, like, send her below deck or whatever. Like, yeah, he wanted her to know, hey, I'm dangerous now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I'm the bad boy here. <laughs> yeah, he's a badder boy. He's badder than ever before. And how long has he been sailing around for? Because he was... Uh, he set off to go to marry Lysa ages mm. ago. Mm, and now yeah, he's back right. and he's still like, I, I'll, I'll get married to her eventually. Yeah, yeah. So that means he's been off doing something. We can only yeah. assume it's some nefarious deeds. Well, so later on in this episode, or is it even just here at the start, he basically cops to like, yeah, I helped organize all of the murder part. Of what's yeah, just I, happened. I think that's at the start. Um, oh, it must be. It must be in the next episode, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's like halfway through the next episode. So the start of this episode will do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right. Sorry, everyone. 
but we 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 assume everyone listening's watched both of these episodes. So uh, we did tell you. We did tell you. Well, and also like it, the way that this happens with him kind of racing around, like it's pretty obvious that oh, okay, he's not here by chance. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Yep. So uh, yeah, he's he's got Sansa now, and they sail away, sail away, sail away. Mm. Oh, you know uh, what he does? Actually, at this point, he grabs the necklace of um, Sansa, right? And yeah, he's like, yeah, and smashes look, it. Look, it's just it's just made of glass or whatever. <laughs> Which I didn't. I I like. I guess I do know this, but I also would have just assumed a gem would shatter. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah. kind of. Uh, I remember the first time I watched this, just go like, why'd he break it? Why'd he break that re- regular necklace? <laughs> I don't know. The one he broke at least looked looked kind of flimsy to me. It looked a bit... It looked yeah, like sure. hollow or something. Yeah. So he's picked up Sansa and she's fine, uh, safe from all the chaos going on back there, but maybe not from yeah. the chaos going on with Littlefinger. Uh, the chaos inside his twisted mind. But uh, the twisted minds of Marjorie and Olena, the <laughs> crazy kooks who brought you Rick and Morty and uh, some internet cartoon that people pretended was good. Um, they just walk around Marjorie and Olena here and they're like, nah, Joffrey's dead. That's weird. And I think here Olena's like, I wasn't going to let Joffrey marry my granddaughter. That little yeah. creep. Yeah. Yeah. She's. She says something like, "What does she say? Is this a direct quote?" Um, you may not have enjoyed watching him die, but you enjoyed it more than you would have enjoyed being married to him. Yeah, and she um, and she like, I think literally looks her in the eye and goes like, "I wasn't going to let that happen. Don't you worry about how, but hey, Grandma's yep. got your back." Yep, you're right. You're absolutely right. So, so yeah. Um, Littlefinger has not <laughs> implied that he was involved yet, but Olena certainly has. Yeah, and in the next episode he does, and yeah. he goes like, he talks about my new friends, which you have to assume is Olena. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, uh, yeah, Joffrey's dead, and he's got some, uh, th- so they lay him out on a table in that in the sept. Yeah, the and- same as John Aaron with those weird, uh, weird eyeball stones on his eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, the creepy... I th- someone used to do that. I guess it was in medieval Europe. They used to have those eyes because they were like, well, we don't want the dead body to look weird. So yeah, we'll chuck these creepy painted eyes on it. That's Phew. fucked up. I, I, I know, um, I think it was the ancient Greeks used to put actual coins on people's eyes because that was to pay the ferryman to get over the, the river Styx into Hades. Uh... But, but that poor ferryman having to touch a bunch of dead bodies all the time. You go like, ah, why'd you uh, leave it on there? That's so rude of you. <laughs> yeah, just put it in an envelope. Jeez. Give me a little coin purse. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's he's right dead up there, and uh, Cersei and Tommen are looking at him with mm-hmm. Tywin there. Yep. And Tywin immediately starts going like, "All right, kid, I got to groom you to be king. What makes mm. a good king?" And Tommen's like, "Ah." Uh, Big fists. <laughs> First, he says holiness. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then Tywin tells a story about this real, whole, like pious and holy um, king who ended up uh, fasting himself to death because he thought food was, you know, of this world, and he wanted to be, 
he wanted to make his way to the next world or some bullshit like that. Basically, yeah, he yeah. has a story for every type of word yeah. that Tommen could have said. <laughs> like, what yeah. makes a good king, Tommen? Uh, roller skates? Ah, uh, well, you haven't heard the story of Jason the, the Funky, <laughs> the, the man who roller skated so fast his legs <laughs> broken. Like, just yeah. Every every single different type of noun that Tommen could have said. <laughs> Or not neon. What what are those types of words where you're Adjective? describing? Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> What's wisdom? Wisdom. I have no idea. But yeah, wisdom's the best one. Tywin yep. says he's like, if you want to be the ultimate king, listen to everything your advisors, <clears throat> me, say, <laughs> and just do that thing. And and, and it, it, it's what makes a good king, and it what keeps a good king after they've become a king. So just do it forever. Yeah, let me be your hero, baby. <laughs> <laughs> let me take away Podrick Payne. <laughs> yeah, did we know about Podrick's surname until the next episode or this one, whenever it is? I don't think so. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. Dude, that's the biggest reveal of this show. That's a huge one. Plot twist. Um, so uh, yeah, Tywin kind of walks off with Tommen uh, in his head. We haven't really seen much of Tommen yet. Like, there's been no. no. One or two scenes where he's kind of popped up, but he's really doing a lot more camera time, getting a lot more camera time here. Yeah, I don't know if he's had a line before this. He's certainly been in scenes um, like he was in the Red Keep, I think, during the siege, like just as a a little kid. Yeah, when uh, uh, Tyrion was like joking around with him, with the kids. Yeah, yeah. I think he might have said something there. Yeah, yeah, with my, 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 what the fuck's her name? Mycella and yeah. Tommen, yeah. So, fun little thing that some people might have noticed, this actor who's playing Tommen isn't the first actor who played Tommen. There was a different Tommen in a different episode. Right. And this actor played uh, one of the Lannister cousins who Rob's men killed. Oh, Do you remember, wow. like, big, big beard guy? What was his name? Who got his Custard. head cut off for it? Yeah, Karstark yeah. killed those two Lannister like distant relations. <laughs> wow! And this actor and who's playing Tommen is one of those. Yeah, kids. he was one of them. Wow! So, and I guess they just <laughs> really enjoyed his getting stabbed, and they're like, "I reckon he could probably." He, this kid's got range. <laughs> that is strange because he looks he looks like a, a Lannister. Like he looks like a, he, sh- he does. should be Tommen Lannister. But the other kid did as well. Yeah, I don't really remember what the other kid looked like, but I'm assuming similar to this. Yeah, yeah, younger. totally. But um so, yeah. Any, yeah, he for for you know, for all of that, he's good. I think he's yeah. good. I'm I'm liking this sudden shift as well and like these other Lannister kids who haven't really been important at all. Joffrey's really only been the, mm. the only child that's mattered. Mm. Um obviously Marcella still isn't really in it literally, but Yeah. Tom and being here is cool, and so uh, Cersei not happy about it, though, still standing there and looking at uh, dead Joffrey, mm. which is when uh, when Jamie walks in, and this oh. whole scene begins to shift tone. Yeah, yes, it does. This it's whole no next good. bit is weird. Like, so yeah. Cersei, first of all, like asks Jamie to kill Tyrion. She's like, it's definitely Tyrion. Tyrion definitely did it. Yeah. And Jamie's like, ah, maybe. Hmm. But all this talk of killing our brother and our son being dead is making me feel extremely rapey. Yeah, and yeah. Off he so goes. there's there's some other stuff, right? There's some stuff 
like she sort of accuses him of of having you know split loyalties and um and a, a little bit of that stuff that seems to really get get him pissed off. Yeah, because people always say he's disloyal because of the Kingslayer stuff, and so she yeah. accuses him of like, oh well. Uh, something about Catelyn and like, well, you already, you always had Tyrion's back, even though I hate him, and blah blah blah. Yeah, and he's and they've been, you know, weird since he got back. Yeah, so I think he's already in like an emotional state with it. But yeah, then he just full on starts to rape her next to the corpse of their child. Yeah, he says, "Why have the gods made me love a hateful woman?" Which. Mm. I mean, fuck if that does not put his inner turmoil out on the uh, on the page. Like that's that's basically his conflict, you yeah. know. Like he's he's got he's already a conflicted man because of the things he's had to do and the oaths he's broken. But you know, he's in love with his sister, who is a monster, and yeah. the way he expresses that is by raping her. It's uh, really weird, and then like. At least for the next couple of episodes, it just kind of doesn't really get brought up again. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. even the next scene later in this episode where um, Cersei... Or maybe it is in the next one. Cersei and Jamie talk again later on. We'll get yeah. to it, I guess. I think, it, yeah, it might be the next scene, but yeah. Whatever it is. Uh, episode, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's <clears throat> like... A really uncomfortable scene, probably like the most sort of like one of, up there with the most full-on stuff that happens in the show so yeah. far. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah, probably the most. I mean, like we've seen some bad stuff. We've seen some hands get cut off, some heads get cut off. But in terms of the actual, like, sort of emotional, um, disturbing stuff, this is probably the yeah. worst. Yeah. I remember like a bunch of articles and stuff being written around the time this episode came out too of like should they have had that scene in there and it's like mm. well the like i don't know the characters I, apparently it happens differently in the books too yeah but um it it does make sense for these like fucked up characters totally i think i think it's right i think that the sentence that i like quoted from jamie that puts that conflict out for everyone to see in terms of the viewers. And, and yeah, what he does is absolutely a... Um, it's realistic. It's a realistic expression of an extremely complicated and, like, disturbing uh, mix of negative emotions. Like, it's, yeah, it's, a bad, it's a bad thing that happened, and it's a bad thing that happens in the real world and uh, in, as far as... I don't think it was gratuitous. I think it was, you know, it was. It's fucked up, and it's meant to be fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then smash cut to just Arya standing there. You're like, huh? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just such a sudden shock. But Arya and the Hound are still around. Haven't seen them in a while. Mm. Uh, and they just kind of potter about for a <laughs> bit. They have yep. a little bit of back and forths. They're, you know, they're both pretty. Uh, sharp-tongued, so it's mm-hmm. a little bit of fun there. Yes, yes. They run into some farmers. Yeah, they farmer the farmers. And farmer's daughter, I guess. Yeah. The farmer's like, you're on my land. And the hound's like, fuck your land. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he, then, it's, I'm standing on it. That means it's my land. Eventually, they end up eating together, and the hound agrees to, like, work on the farm, and then the mm. next morning beats them up and robs them. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Walks away with his little patch of silver. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he's sort of like very much to Arya is just like, well, you're naive <laughs> yeah. to think that we were going to do anything for them other than take their gold or, you know, take their silver and, uh, and fuck right off. It's the best thing for us. And he's like, they won't last the winter. And Arya, like, also he's saying they won't last the winter. Yeah, if only they had another strong person around to help them, they might have survived. Or their life savings, still. Yeah, that might have helped them as well. So <laughs> That might have helped. I, I don't know if he's even convincing himself with that thing. But yeah, they mm. get robbed. And But Arya, like, you know, I guess that, what, what can she do? But she just... She protests, but then still leaves with him. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Which so maybe she- maybe there's an element of her being pr- more pragmatic and just being like, oh, fuck, I, maybe I'll take this in subconsciously, you know? Or, but yeah. you're like, she really has no choice. So, you know. She's a survivor. Yeah. So she's uh, going to keep on surviving, unlike mm-hmm. dumbass Sam, who we see now. <laughs> 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 Sam and Gilly. Uh, hanging out at uh, the the black castle, black. Is this where they're picking picking feathers, plucking yeah, feathers, plucking yeah. them chicken feathers? Yeah, uh, I can't remember what they're even really talking about. I think it's just like a little bit of sexual tension stuff. Um, uh, he Gilly, is. He's Sam's-, Sam's like a little worried that the people around the because it's all you know these scum of the earth types yep. up at Castle Black. He's like, this is no place for you, Gilly. <laughs> then she's like, I am a wildling from Craster's Keep. I'll be fine. Yeah. Um, she, yeah, she, he, he says something about like, oh, everyone's gonna, you know, all the, all the men are uh, laying awake at night thinking about you. And um, she, he almost... He goes to say like he's in love with her, but then he holds yeah. back. She gets she's frustrated like, and leaves. Do you think about me at night? And he's yeah. like, uh, nighttime, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> um, but he wants to he basically wants to move her out to a, a different part I think a different place on the wall, as far as I can tell. Um, uh that little it's some town nearby. Yeah, yeah. Crimbo town. Um, I can't remember what it was called. Uh, uh, Scrangles, Maltown, um, Maltown. Ah, oh, yeah, Maltown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's they they have a little bit of, but they're they're getting along right they're now. They're getting along. They're getting along. They're, they're into each other. <laughs> yeah, but he takes her to a whorehouse. <laughs> Eventually, I don't think that happens yet, does it? Oh. Yeah, later after the next couple of scenes, but we might as well oh, just is do it, it now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he takes her to, like, uh, to Moletown, and he's like, I know what'll be safe, taking you to this weird town with all these scary people here, <laughs> and making you live in this brothel as a cook. Yeah. But, uh, we'll see. And, like, the second that she gets there, just the creepiest woman comes up to her, and she's like, are you a fucking wildling? <laughs> yeah, so creepy. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. thought the delivery of that line, for some reason, really stood out as being very good. Yeah, I thought, like, all of that stuff, it's it's very, I don't know, it reminds me of sort of weird, uh, sort of 80s, 90s, sort of that those weird kind of fantasy films that weren't, like, the big ones, you know, just those sort of mid-tier B-movies with all these weird, sort of weird-looking actors, and it was very... Yeah. Yeah. 
if I love you a, could, I love you could almost smell a, the scene. Totally, someone with a strange face put into a wooden building <laughs> in a fantasy thing. Ah, yeah, Marone. Chuck a little oh. dirt on that face. You got me. <laughs> But yeah, she, she's uh, she's pretty mad about being taken here and doesn't want to go. And Sam's like, mm. it's what's best. And she's like, dumbass, no, it's not. <laughs> he's like, Gilly, Gilly. There's something about the way he says Gilly that just really bothered me as well. Like, Sam, really, pull your head out. Really gumps you up. <laughs> uh, it, it's sub-gump. It's, it's mm. like, the, it's it's a level of pathetic. Yeah. Like, get your shit together, Sam. Come on. <laughs> get I'm your sure shit he together. will. Oh, yeah, definitely. That guy will not continue to be an irritating problem for the rest of this series. <laughs> uh, Stannis and Davos have uh, a couple of irritating problems of their own to deal with. Mm. Stannis uh, throws a piece of paper on the thing and says, like, you can read now, dickhead. What does that say? <laughs> Davos is like, oh, Joffrey's dead. And he's like, yeah, like I wished for on my yeah. birthday the other day. <laughs> yeah. And you told me it wouldn't work. Oh boy! But it did work. So, he the leech filled with bastard king's blood that he threw into the fire. Apparently, uh, yeah, it's doing stuff. It's killing off kings. And Stannis is mad because he's like, "This has happened. This is perfect, and we don't have any of the stuff to act on it. And that was mm. your job. And now the kid's gone because of you." Yeah, yeah. You let uh, Gendry free. And where's where's my fucking army? And Davos is like, "Well, I've been out there looking for armies." Uh, <laughs> uh, they're hard to come by today, but there's one army that I think we could pay to do it. He's like, what do you mean pay these golden company people? Then what? Yeah. David's like, oh, it might, may, might be a good idea just for a little bit of time. I don't know. Maybe a couple of months. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, Davos is like, well, Melisandre is using magic to, you know, put you on, on the throne, but the magic's not getting you an army. Um and Stannis and is like, really against the idea of using mercenaries. He thinks it's dishonorable or something. Yeah, and he's like, oh, so you'll do black magic, but you won't use some coins. Mm, mm. Okay. Mm. But they, I, I, it seems like Stannis kind of cops to like, okay, do what you need to do. Yeah. So we'll see if Davos starts working on that. But in the meantime, he goes upstairs to read a book about uh, some uh, sellsword or something. Yes. The first sword of Bravos. There's some yeah. book that Shireen upstairs is uh, teaching him to read. And he does that classic movie thing while they're reading this book, going like, oh, but I mean, I don't have a plan. Let me just <laughs> read this book and I won't get this plan done. Buy more armies. <laughs> Wait a minute. That gives me an idea. Yeah. So the Iron Bank of Bravos is mentioned. Um, yeah. So is, maybe they're going to go to the bank. <laughs> I've got a little crazy feeling. idea. <laughs> <laughs> he might go to the bank, dude. Um, someone's gonna get a loan. This show is getting exciting. Oh mate, look out for those interest rates. They're the real killers. Oh, let me tell you about interest rates. <laughs> I don't know anything <laughs> about interest rates. Two point three percent, maybe. That's low. That's low as hell. It does, depends. It's my interest rate on interest rates. That's oh, how much interest nice. I have. Nice. Um, uh, so yeah, yeah there's going to be some bank stuff. But in the meantime, we got a big old shot of a butt. <laughs> yeah, a big butt shot. Just a smash cut to a butt, Sp and then like smash butt, <laughs> smash butt. Uh, yeah, smash butt up to uh, middle of the back, yep. and then reveal big sex pile that Oberyn and um, Ilaria yep. are in. 
and they have some mucking about there. Uh, Oberyn's chatting to this guy, going like, "Hey, uh, free love, baby. I'm a hippie." Mm-hmm. And <laughs> but Oberyn's like, "Yeah, I'm, uh, this is great. This is what I do." And then Tywin <laughs> yeah. bursts. This is in. my character. <laughs> this is me. I'm a sexy sort of. I'm from medieval Spain. <laughs> yes, he is. Man, do things a little bit differently a, over there. A, a, we've got approximated accents here, and this is uh, this is the one that I've chosen for this. This region is the of one the that world. I've chosen. We My make a lot of Oba. wine, uh, puss in boots. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's very Antonio Banderas. Tywin uh, comes in and bans everyone's ass. <laughs> it certainly does. <laughs> Kicks them all out and says, hey, I need to talk to Oberyn and I need to do it right now here in this brothel. <laughs> this cannot wait one hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. So in he bursts, <clears throat> they have sort of a tense conversation because um, Oberyn obviously still blames Tywin for the death of his sister. Yeah. And that comes up during this. But... It all seems to be kind of cooled off by the end of it. Tywin offers him a job on the Mm. small council and wants him to be a judge in Tyrion's trial. Yeah, yeah, which is strange. Uh, Mm. Strange move from Tywin, but then I guess Tywin just wants to keep the peace. Um, Totally. Nothing can be gained from from this, like, apparently very dangerous, you know, um, warrior just cutting loose. He's trying to keep keep things tampered down and, and calm. Exactly. He literally says, like, I need to bring Dawn back into the fold. Mm. Mm. So, and we haven't really seen much of Dawn for this whole series. So they, they are, like, pretty on their own down there. Totally. All we know is Marcella got sent there. So she's kind of a hostage, kind of a guest. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we know Oberyn's from there and that, that, uh, Elaria Sand. And that's kind of it, really. Yeah. And they've got good wine. They've got good wine down in uh, Dorn. The Dornish wine. Very good wine. Mamma mia. <laughs> it is uh, so good. It is <laughs> The um, Yeah, that, that conversation's great, though. I like Tywin in both of his scenes in this. Mm. Him talking to Tom yeah. and, and uh, talking to Oberyn here. Yep. It's a little bit different from previous Tywin. This is more like diplomatic Tywin, if anything. Totally. I think he realizes with Joffrey being dead, like, okay, we've got another transition of power thing going on here. I need to be cool. I need to be level-headed for a little bit because I absolutely cannot make the claim that I'm the most powerful person necessarily right now. Totally. And we're running out of sons. Yeah. Yeah. This is the last one. This is it. Yeah. If they fuck it with Tommen, Tommen's got to jump in there himself. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Climb up on that throne and say, who's going to stop me, huh? You? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and they, they basically, Oberyn agrees, and yep. it's um, Oberyn, Mace Tyrell, who we don't really know much about still, and uh, Tywin, who are the three judges for mm. Tyrion's trial, which does not bode well for him having his dad on that panel. No. Um, Oberyn also does bring up the mountain. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. hey, if you get me in a room with the mountain, I'll have some choice words for him. And Tywin's yep. like, yep, can do. Hmm. Because I uh, I tell him what to do, and everything that he does, I am uh, responsible for giving the order. I mean, <laughs> I'll uh, see what I can do. Yeah, he slips out the doorway, tugging so, at his collar. <laughs> then we see uh, Tyrion down in the down in the prison cells, having a little chat with Pod. Pod's mm-hmm. come to visit him. 
brought him like some hard cheese and stuff. Yep. Uh, breaks all sorts of news to him, I believe. I don't remember exactly what he tells him here, but it's like, eh, you're kind of screwed. The trial's in a fortnight. Your dad's on the thing. I caramba. <laughs> and- uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think there was much more than that. Well, um, so Tyrion, like, gets out of pod that someone approached him to testify against Tyrion. They, like, offered to pay him, and he's like, no, 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 never. And Tyrion's like, okay, well, next time they're going to threaten you, so I want you to leave, please. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they tried to bribe him. He refused. Um, yeah, he tells him a bunch of stuff that Sansa vanished, um, that he can call his own witnesses. Bronn's not allowed to go and see him. Cersei's, you know, convinced that he's the killer. Um, so kind of, yeah, gets him across everything. But yeah, his his main thing is, Pod, get the fuck out of here because you're going to die. Yeah. And uh, then I, I really liked the actor playing Podrick, his like little goodbye at the end. His, his voice broke a little bit and it was really good. Yeah, yeah. Him as well, like he's obviously been featured a little bit, but he's getting more, certainly getting more prominence over these next two episodes, um, at least. I'm into him. Yeah. I reckon he'd have a a real, a real hunker down there. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, dude can fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of dudes who can fuck, we cut to some villagers. Oh, yeah. And these crazy characters, a father and a son, they're walking along absolutely cracking wise about potatoes. Oh, they love them. They real spud are, boys. Oh, dude, they are letting loose on them <laughs> potes. Oh, yeah, potatoes. <laughs> hey, dude, take me up. Take my wife, please. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty funny. That's funny stuff from them. Oh, they're absolutely loving every potato joke they can make until yep. Dad gets an arrow straight through the skull. Yeah, really puts a damper on uh, on the whole affair. Um, oh man, he, he was fried after that. Yeah, yeah, his brains were mashed. Ah, uh, he absolutely yes sauteed. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> wildlings are attacking. Oh, yeah, yes, they certainly are. Those weird ones as well. Yeah, well, so the arrow in the head was from, um, what's her name? Uh, Redhead. Oh, Egret. What is her name? Egret, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, she shot that arrow. The kid looks terrified. He runs under, like, a wagon. And then those weird face, like, parasite-looking guys. You know when you when people get those Amazon parasites? Oh, yes. Yeah. It makes their skin all pop up like that. It looks like they've got them, but I'm assuming it's just scars they've done themselves. Yeah. I think it's makeup. What? <laughs> uh, the Thens, I think they're called, right? Ah, oh, right. Dude, they look baked. Potato. So they, <laughs> um, they're all attacking real hard, mm-hmm. and they kill everybody, it seems like, except for that kid and the leader of the creepy guys is like i'm gonna eat your dad yeah. run off and tell them crows yeah and the kid does he runs off he runs away and he's like oh yum <laughs> i wonder if dad tastes like a potato a delicious yeah. potato that i love we're gonna eat them skin off we're gonna uh, eat them and uh, ch- you're a chip off the old block, aren't you? <laughs> so we won't eat you. But yeah, he runs off to Castle Black, which we then yeah. cut to. 
Yeah, he and must run very fast. Unlike yeah, he, <laughs> he absolutely Sonic the Hedgehogs his way over to Castle Black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where um, they kind of have a little chat about like, ah, oh, it sucks that this happened to this kid, but mm-hmm. we have to stay here. We can't just go off into the villages that these wildlings are attacking because there's literally like 100 of us. They're trying to draw us out into the open. Yeah. And like, it's the only time really that Jon Snow and uh, Alistair Thorne have agreed with each other. Like, yeah, we're stuck here. We have to remain other because if the wall falls then everyone's fucked yes but right now it's going to be like five villages and oh well definitely not the one that gilly was taken to though no of course not that would be thematically uh relevant but no i think they they all are like um i think it's this scene they're like oh the those guys who mutant who mutinied uh at craster's keep like those creepy guys like the raper and and the lizard man stabby boy they're still up there, so if the wildlings find them, then they'll be like, oh, there's only like 50 people at Castle Black, so you can just go straight through it if you want. So Yeah, because right they, now yeah. all the wildlings believe there's like 10,000 men there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because those other two people come back who were chained up, the other two um, uh, Night's Watch guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They tell them like, there's been a crazy mutiny. It's, yeah. it's wrecked up there, but mm. here's the worst thing. But then uh, Alistair is like, nah, we got to stay here. No one can go up there and get them. It's too dangerous. Mm. We need everyone here. And John's like, that's dumb, but you're being a dick to me and I have to be the uh, shitty Night's Watchman that I got assigned to be rather yep. than being the cool hero guy that I want to be. Yes. Cool heroes, speaking of, mm. Daenerys is... Uh, at Marine. Yes. Big old massive city. The one that had all the um the strung up kids on the way there. Yes. Pointing to it for like hundred and sixty miles. And she's there uh to free the slaves and everything. They've all gathered at the walls to watch them show up. Everyone's sitting there like watching this show, all the yeah. masters and the slaves. Yep. And, and da- so, Daenerys's whole army is there behind her, like all the it's all massive. Laid out. It's a big army. And then, so, Marine sends, like, a champion out, this one guy, mm. to fight them. And he's, like, taunting them. He's pissing on the ground. He's hilarious. Yep. <laughs> he's <And> then, great. Uh, <laughs> he's, he has a great line about how Daenerys is actually a man, but she uh, hides her dick up her own asshole. Dude, that would kill in medieval time. Like, that would have absolutely <laughs> obliterated the front wall of a siege. <laughs> totally. So she's like, okay, we need to send one champion to go fight him. Who's going to do it? And she opens, she just asks the question open to the floor, who's going to do it? Mm. And everyone who volunteers, she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. why did you ask? You knew, you knew it was going to be handsome, boy. Yeah. So just send him out there. Barristan Selmy's like, I have won the most one-on-one duels in the history of the world. And she's like, ah, well, that's exactly why you should stay by my side to protect me. Which, yeah, she's like straight up. You're my general. No, no logic. No logic there. Like he's exactly who you should. He's protecting you now by fighting this fight. But no, yeah. he can't do it. And Jorah obviously is like, well, I'd do anything for just a taste of your sweet, sweet. Li- uh, I mean, I would do anything <laughs> to protect you, Daenerys. I want to untuck your. Anyway, I. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then she's very sweetly is like, you are my most trusted advisor. You've been with me the longest. I can't like risk losing you, which he clearly loves. He gets some real jollies off that. He's real happy about it. And uh, Grey Worm as well. She's like, nah, you're the leader of the the Unsullied. Yes. So you can't do it. So handsome guy goes up and he's like real cocky. He's, ah, this would be the easiest fight in the world. And it is. He just throws a horse uh, knife in a horse's head. (laughs) He just throws a horse. He just chucks a horse, and everyone's like, w- I did not see that coming. <laughs> He's a lot stronger than he looks, to be he fair. He has got the element of surprise there, I tell you what. <laughs> but he wins easily. He starts pissing as well. Yep. Big speech Daenerys does after that. Mm-hmm. And all the slaves are like, oh, hold on, you're saying we don't have to be slaves. This mm. is excellent news. And then she does the most dangerous flyer drop of all time. Yes. Like, flings these massive barrels into the castle walls. And yeah. all of the people there who she's trying to, like, impress and go, like, oh, I can be a new leader because I'm so merciful. They're all ducking and running and screaming. <laughs> yeah. Just to get, like, a, a couple of broken neck collars out. And they're like, oh, okay, like, the thing you just said earlier, this means that as well. Okay, sick. Thanks for f- wrecking my window. Yeah, because it's not like she can't speak their language. She can. She just told them the same information, and she launches yeah. all these barrels up to be like, look at all these cut collars. It's like, A, why'd you make everyone carry them around? It doesn't seem like they're that free. Yeah, B, sure. They, yeah, yeah. Th- that was so dangerous of you. Anyway, that would have made me <laughs> furious with her. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's the end, right? Like a master. Wait. Oh, yeah, There's is there more stuff in next episode about this? Must yeah, be. yeah, the, all the master stuff happens yeah, okay. in the next episode. Because, uh, yeah, that's the end of this one, and it's uh, very worrying for those masters. Oh, yes. Uh, and the next episode, yeah, so I reckon that was a, that was a good one. I liked it, yeah. I liked, uh, yeah, you're right, Tywin, uh, Tywin's two scenes were fantastic. Yeah. The Cersei and Jamie stuff was very disturbing, but, like, um, in an effective you know, way. It's yeah, it's extremely effective. Ah, you're in the Hound, little buddy, buddy cop duo going through the countryside. Yeah. Um, Stannis and Davos stuff was great, and I'm kind of more interested in the Castle Black stuff now. I guess maybe because there's more, there's just kind of more at stake. It feels like. Same, totally on the same page with that. There's there's stuff going down there, and they're starting to build towards a battle. Mm. You can tell, like they keep saying the wildlings are on their way. Yep. We've only got this many men. They have set up uh, exactly what it looks like will happen with this. Yeah. Yep. So then we rolled straight into uh, season four, episode four, which what, what was the name of both of these episodes? Uh, the first one was Breaker of Chains. And yep. this one is Oathkeeper. Uh, okay. Yes. Well, yeah. So, um, yeah, this next one, a little more boring, but we'll go through it quickly here. Yep. Uh, opens up with Missandei teaching Grey Worm English, for whatever reason. Teaching him how to love, it feels oh, like. Oh, shit. Because there's, there's there definitely... For an English... <laughs> there's some tension there. Oh, there's some tension. There is some flirtation afoot. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, those two, they'd be great together. Oh, a couple of real hotties. Dude, them hotties... <laughs> Got the bodies. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Very nice. Like a couple of baked potatoes. But uh, yeah, we're back, <laughs> we're back in Marine. They're the doing hottest, that. And then- obviously, the hottest thing I could think of was a baked potato. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, when Daenerys walks into the end, they both stand up as well, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we weren't doing anything. We weren't, it's like, we weren't doing nothing. And they were literally just having a lesson. They could have relaxed a little more, but I guess she's also the queen to them. She's so the queen, but, but also the, I think that moment really underlines the tension. It's like, oh, yeah. that, that feels like that was something that was being interrupted. Definitely. So then Daenerys is like, hey, let's go. Plan, plan Delta, kicking into mm-hmm. action. Bravo, yep. bravo. On delay, on delay. <laughs> and yep. in the Unsullied Runner, like a small group of them sneaking in through all these walls. And like, it takes them a while to sneak in. They're mm-hmm. dressed as these slaves and carrying torches and stuff. And like, if you saw a big long line of slaves carrying torches sneaking around at night, you wouldn't be like, they're probably meant to be here. They're dressed as slaves. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, they, they spend ages in all these different shots, like running up smaller and smaller little paths and stuff and eventually get into the, like one of the slave quarters in the, um, in Marine. Yep. And, uh, all the slaves are kind of arguing with each other of like, should we listen to this Daenerys woman? And the older ones are like, I've seen revolts before. It just mm. means people getting killed. Let's not do it. But then uh, the Unsullied come in and give them a big bag of weapons, and everyone's like, "Hubba hubba!" Yeah, hummina hummina. Okay. This is what we needed. Maybe, maybe this is the little push that we need to start a revolt. They're like, "There's three of you for every one of them. Let's fight mm. them." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this everyone's the like, bit- "Let's go on." Oh, everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah, let's do it." Yeah, let's do it. Let's absolutely do it. Is this the bit where the one guy gets like cornered in the in the cross? Path. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where about five hundred people murder this one man, <laughs> and like the the ones at the back can't be stabbing him. No, they're just sort of like pushing the guys in front of them, just like oh, yeah, I'm, I'm part of and it. Up, up the front, you'd be like, hey, leave me alone while I'm stabbing. <laughs> Stop yeah, shoving I, me while I'm holding a knife. Almost, here. almost accidentally stabbed the other guy opposite me, who isn't this one man. Yeah, the the one uh, like master is walking down the street and looks up and sees a big banner on their big angel thing up the top and it's like oh no and then there's this graffiti on the wall that says kill yep. the masters but it's just written in english yeah it looks so yeah. stupid <laughs> yeah it looks the like it's that- written in red jam firstly it, yeah it looks ridiculous it looks yeah. like the most last minute intern did this piece of <laughs> set design it's really weird yeah and like the fact that it wasn't done in you know whatever the writing of this language looks like and it's subtitled mm-hmm. or something i think yep. it'll be more effective yeah, totally. Ingr- Eng- English graffiti looked real stupid there. Yeah. And then it said 420 next to it, which I thought was weird. Well, that's uh, cool. But yeah, they very quickly take the city there. Daenerys is standing at the top of it in no time at all. Mm. Mm. Uh, and she makes a decision to crucify, I guess, the same number of the masters as there were crucified those child slaves. Yeah. 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 And, and um, uh, Barristan is like... Uh, you know, Daenerys. In times of uh, you know conflict and revolt, it's sometimes uh, b- better to fight injustice with mercy. Yeah, and she's like, "Nah, I'm doing nah. this." He's like, "I, I may, I'm just saying the best revenge is living a good life." And she's like, "It's killing a good everyone, a good <laughs> it's deal killing, of people, killing a good amount of people." Yeah, she says, "I'll answer injustice with justice." Yeah, whose justice is this though, Daenerys? Huh? Isn't this mm. the, anyway? Be careful. Yes, because yes, like there are there are forms of justice that were would be, and I don't know how this relates. Justified is that? It's uh, probably a coincidence that those words are, sound similar. Which um, words? The words justice and justified. I don't hear it. No, um, maybe it's just me. 
but uh, what she does is yeah is 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 crucify like 137 people or something yeah it's uh she's slowly ramping up to making these more and more brutal decisions mm. um mm. and it's interesting it is I interesting think. yeah uh oh, so then we go back over to Westeros and Jamie and Bronn are sparring again. Jamie is noticeably a lot better than the last time. Yep. Yep. Uh, but then Bronn is, yanks his hand off of him and smacks him with it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, look at that. You're still a dumbass. You're, you're fighting like you're fencing and I'm fighting dirty street style. Yes. Uh, they have a little chat there and Bronn is like, hey, Jamie, go see Tyrion, dickhead. You like him. Go, go see him because he might be in trouble. Yeah, um, and they have a bit of back and forth, and Bronn sort of reveals, like, they're talking about fighting and fighting dirty and a bit about Tyrion, and Bronn's like, yeah, remember how uh, how we met, how Tyrion and I met? It was that uh, it was that thing in the Eyrie where he named me, or I volunteered as, as champion, because, you know, he didn't have anyone else there, and I felt sorry for him, and he promised me some money. Um, but, you know, I wasn't his first choice. You were, because he, right. he knows that you would do anything for him. And the only yeah. reason that I actually did it was because they pulled a real swifty on him and made the trial that exact day. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, he tells him that. That's right. And Jamie gets a little puppy-eyed and like, oh, I do yeah. like Tyrion. So he yeah. goes and sees him. Yeah. And they're hanging out in the prison cell. Jamie's like, it's not that bad. This is fine. <laughs> uh, yep. Tyrion's like, nah, it sucks, man. <laughs> it's real bad. Also, I, your son is dead. Yeah. And Jamie's like, don't go there. Don't go there, sister. Don't Tyrion's go there. like, it's too late. I already went there. I know what you guys do. It's gross. Yep. Don't go there, sister wife. So they kind of have a little bit of a thing of each of them looking at each other going like, would you kill me if Cersei told you to? And he's like, would you have killed my son? And they both kind of realise, like, okay, no, we're, we're still brothers. We still did, get each other. Did did you fuck my wife? Did you, you fuck my wife? You fuck my wife? You fuck they my do wife? A bit, they do a bit of, did you fuck my wife to each other? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm asking you. Will you? Please. Fuck my wife. Please. Uh, yeah, so they, they're, they're still with each other and Tyrion's like okay so break me out and Jamie's like it ain't that simple mm. I'm a coward <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Jamie sort of makes the point again like yeah people call me the fucking Kingslayer because I broke an oath I'm not gonna break the law I'm not gonna get you out of here you've just gotta sit tight you've, you're having a trial like you're not just yeah, gonna he's get like, executed hey if you didn't kill him then great you're having a trial we'll find that mm. out and Tyrion's mm. like yeah bullshit yeah, yeah. Which I think is fair. Uh, then back mm-hmm. over to the ship that we thought happened last time. Sansa and oh, Littlefinger sure. talking some more. And Littlefinger mm-hmm. being like, uh, I I did that thing where Joffrey died. Pretty cool of me, no? Yeah. And Sansa's like, nah, you're gross and 50. Get out of here. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I I think I'm pretty hot. You you like that Fortnite? <laughs> um, Sansa... It's like, no, I play PUBG, but also, <laughs> why did you do it? And Littlefinger's like, a man with no motive is a man no one suspects. And it's like, yeah, because yeah. that's fucking crazy. <laughs> He's got the weirdest description. He's like, I did it because I'm a wild card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like, that's dumb as hell. I think, yeah. I don't know if I even believe that you did it. 
Sure, yeah, totally, yeah. He's like, no, nah, I did it. I did. I can. I can't tell you why, because like, because that's part of the fun. Like, he's I just did it. <laughs> because there's no reason for me to have done it. And isn't Don't that the biggest reason of all? <laughs> <laughs> when people expect you not to do something because it's dangerous and stupid, that's exactly when you should do that thing. And then he like goes to like punch her, and then he pulls his hand back as if she's going to flinch, <laughs> yeah. but she doesn't flinch. <laughs> he goes to like flip her in the nuts. <laughs> yeah. Ah, but you almost flinched, so... Ah. I think I won that one again as well. Yeah, two, two more it would have been, but now <laughs> just the one, just the one. He's so um, fucked. I hate that guy. Yep. Then, uh, yeah, we go over to Olena and Marjorie, and I guess that's when Olena tells uh, Marjorie that thing from before. Maybe I can't remember. Uh, what the, oh, or maybe this is her being like, when I was uh, when I was younger, I used to uh, fuck yeah, real is. good. And yeah. then Marjorie's, she's like, Marjorie, though, I reckon you'd be even better. You get in there and you start making moves at that little boy king. <laughs> yeah. Olena's story is like, they promised her to a Targaryen. And she saw him and he was like a weird little ferrety man. And she was like, nah, uh, uh, and went and like started wooing some other dude and, yeah. uh, and, and got her way. So, yeah, and you're right. <laughs> she's like, you, my granddaughter, I bet you fuck even better than I did. So get going. <laughs> Really? Tight as a, a man's grip who's fallen off a cliff is how tight you'd be. <laughs> I'm willing to be. <laughs> oh, dear. But then, so, you know, this is this is also the same scene that she basically goes, also, I, 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 I killed Joffrey, so, you know, you're welcome. Yeah. And she's like, whoa, that is full on, but hey, probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so yeah, then back up at the wall, people are training. John's kind of like leading this training, which later on Alistair is like, "Nah, man, this sucks. You've you're a steward. You, you're, you're a you're steward, awful. yeah, yeah." Uh, and for some reason, Australian dude from before, mm. the uh, the guy who was part of the anti Rob crew, what's his yep. name? Uh, Locke. Locke, that's right. He's up there now for some he's, reason. He's the anti-Jamie's right hand man. Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. He cut off Jamie's hand and he's pals with uh, Ramsey. Yep. So. Or Roos. Yeah. He's pals with Roos. I guess he's, yeah, he's pals with both, I suppose. Yeah. But he's yeah. there for whatever reason. And I don't remember if Roos was like, hey, I've got a sneaky plan for you. <laughs> no, but, um, I, I don't think so no i think he's just turned up here and it but it looks like uh, with the sort of lingering shots of him and like the creepy music and like filming <laughs> him his shadow like tiptoeing across the wall and all that stuff <laughs> it does what are you talking about he's just being <laughs> a little cheeky sneak nah this guy's bad <laughs> news i reckon okay well we'll have to wait and find out who's right so, uh, yeah, Locke, having definitely been sent up there undercover to kill Jon Snow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or become his bestest buddy. After he's uh, dead. He, uh, yeah, the, he's, he's mucking about there at the wall as well, and people are training, and, and Jon gets dressed down by Alistair. Not much happens there. Yep. Uh, Cersei and Jamie have a talk in, in Cersei's room. She like calls him in and she's like, put more guards at Tommen's door. Mm, Stop yep. being a little bitch and kill Tyrion. Yep. Yep. And then she's like, all right, see you later, Kingsguard. Obviously, a little distant from him right now. 
Yeah, she's also drinking heavily. Um, yes. So, yeah, she's not in a good place for uh, obvious reasons. Yes, there's plenty going on in her life to make her feel a little bit glum. Yep. So, in Tommen's room that is only being guarded by one person, mm-hmm. in Swan's Marjorie. Yes. She's... There's a little bit first where Tommen's like, what's the what's the cat called? He's like, Mr. Mr. Poopy Paws? <laughs> is that you? <laughs> Sir, Sir Pounce. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and he says it before the concept of that cat has been introduced. So, I didn't know what it was at first. I've forgotten about this cat. Yeah. And so, like, he sits bolt upright and just goes like, Guess what? <laughs> like just some noise because you would yeah. never think. Oh, Sir Pounce is what he said. Sure. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and later on, the cat shows up and it all gets explained. But yeah, Marjorie comes over with candles and starts lighting them, and she's like, oh, you lots of little secrets we're going to keep from your mother, aren't we? Yeah. We're going to have fun little secrets, and um, she's nice to the cat, and she does something. I can't remember what it is, but she picks up on something that he likes. That she's like, well, we can do that. Oh yeah, fuck! I don't remember. Um, you'll like that Fortnite. You're you're like that Fortnite. You you'll 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 into that. You'll play that Fortnite. Uh, uh, yeah, fuck! I don't remember. Though, but something she, like full on grooming Drake shit. Yeah, yeah, totally, absolutely. So, um, yeah, she's doing that very smartly, and then she's like, can tell that he seems uncomfortable. So yeah. it's like okay, I'm gonna get out of here, and a little. But she's she's being kind. Of, she's being real sexy as well. Like she she's is, be, but she's like leaning to over him, and it's like, well, we've certainly we have to get to know each other, don't we, before we get married? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then, yeah, Brienne and Jamie. So Cersei had told Jamie, like, go find Sansa. Yep, she needs to be dealt with. Yep, you made so an oath, Jamie- right? Like you, you, your whole thing was to come back here. You you were set free to come back here, to go and you know to to give those those girls back. But you made an oath to the enemy. You made an oath with Catelyn Stark. That's yeah. fucked up that you even did that. So to make up for that, go and kill Sansa and bring my head bring her head to me. Bring my head to me. Yes. And I shall put it on and look at the dismembered corpse of Sansa Stark. That's right. Uh, so yeah, Jamie is delegating this work to Brienne because mm-hmm. he doesn't feel like he can leave the capital, which is fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, gives her a couple of gifts, nice suit of armor, big old uh, mm. silver silver stormtrooper suit. Yes, gives her the sword, the Valyrian steel sword mm-hmm. that um, Thingo got made out of yep. Ned Stark's one, and something else. Uh, well, he gives her Pod. Oh right, yes, that's right. Yeah, so her and Pod set off on, like, a proper quest. This is, like, a proper old-fashioned fantasy quest. Absolutely, yeah. Travel the world and find the Stark girls. And along the way, there'll be a farmer who wants you to kill ten rats in his field. (laughs) Yeah, there'll be, like, 17 guys who took an arrow to the knee. Yeah. Make sure that when the spinning circle in the corner of the screen is moving, you do not reset your console or you might lose <laughs> who, your progress. Who has ever done that? Who has shut down their console while saving? Oh, Just, shit. What's this? What's this icon? Something's broken. I've got to turn it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Halfway through this really difficult section, I'm just going to power down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're off and like Jamie and Brienne seem quite sad to say goodbye to each other. Mm. Yep, very much so. A lot of, 
a lot of tension there. A lot of yeah. sexual or, you know, like Cersei's already accused Brienne of being in love with Jamie, so we know yeah. something's going on. But they, they, you know, I think they just bonded. Like they just really liked each other on that little journey they were on. Yeah. They got mm. they in that tub, they were like, okay. Jamie oh, thought my. I can get into this tub, girl. <laughs> I reckon I can do this. So um yeah, they're off. We go back up to the wall and some stuff happens there. I don't even remember. Like, oh, John, like, so is it Janos Slint mm. and uh, Alistair Thorne mm. are like, hey, maybe we should send John to Craster's Keep like he wanted to do, but just him and he'll be killed by them and then we don't have to worry about that guy anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they allow him, like, okay, you can go up there, but I'm not going to tell anyone to go with you, only volunteers. Yes. But John, like, oh, captain's my captain, some people into coming in. Yep. And so he's got the crew of like six or seven people who are going to go in- with him. Including Locke. Including Locke, yep. And like, I think like some suspenseful music plays when he stands up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's just like very innocently just grinning. <laughs> he's just like, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just want to, I just want to come, come for some of the fun, hey, guys. Me like it a sword fighting. What can I say? Mm. So we also see, I think, <clears throat> I think before that scene, we see. All of the creepy dudes up there. Well, I I think we cut up to that now. Oh, okay. Possibly, or yeah, maybe maybe just before it. But yes, there's definitely some uh, some footage. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what insight! <laughs> uh, we got and like that the the main dude is like sitting on a throne he's made, drinking out of the skull of. Uh, or Mormon yep. and like is yep. so crazy over the top villainous. Yeah. Like walking around <laughs> yeah. going like, do any of you even know how mean I am? <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, they used to really pay crazy. me s- seven hundred gold doubloons to kill people in King's Landing. I was a legend back there. I could do a shoey in two seconds flat. A <laughs> my dead name, set legend. My actual character name is Carl. Carl. <laughs> so that's Fear good. the dreadsome Carl. <laughs> so yeah, he's, he's being a real dick. Even old Raper Man is sort of under his thumb. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's kind of... it's He's just craster too. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and they are treating everybody there just awfully. Yes. And so everything's gone to shit there. Yeah. But then uh, at some point, <clears throat> one of the one of Craster's old wives brings in his like last son, mm. and she's like, "Well, what we used to do around here is take him out into the woods and sacrifice him to the gods." And then everyone there is like kill the baby <laughs> they all like are whispering at the same time it's very creepy he's like okay yeah. it seems like we better keep this up because this seems to be an integral part of how this place runs yeah so you have my, my permission to go do that uh tubby boy takes the baby out into the woods gets mm-hmm. a bit spooked by the wolf and yep. uh, that's really all that happens there but then you can tell the white walkers are showing up mm. then the baby starts to cry and all of the others, which so Bran, Hodor, yep. those other two, yes, yes, they happen to be nearby, and they hear this baby crying in the woods, and they're like, "What is that noise?" Mm. Uh, Bran's like, "Don't worry, I'm an animorph. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll go out there and have a look." Falls into a pit somehow, <laughs> yep. as as the dog, 
And then immediately after that happens, they're like, well, forget that baby who we know is out in the cold. Let's literally ignore that now. (laughs) And and we'll go have a look at Craster's keep. They just leave the baby. Yeah. It's weird. They just forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. And they, yeah, they wander over to Craster's keep, have a bit of a look. They're like, this don't look right. Then somebody bonks him on the head. Yep. Captures him. Chains up Hodor. Hodor yeah. yeah. Shoving him, real sad. Yeah. And then inside, um, Lizard, Slinky Bear, uh, Mustache Twirler <laughs> is like. <laughs> what? He's oh, real lizard. slinky. Yeah. I thought you said wizard. <laughs> I was really confused. <laughs> that dude's like, who are you guys? Why are you here? What are you doing? Mm. And eventually, because uh, Jojen starts having a fit, Bran's oh, like, yeah. I'm Bran. He's like, your brand. Well, 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 well. Yeah. I guess I picked the wrong day to quit drinking from a skull. <laughs> he really so, does say something like that, though. <laughs> he's like, he's, well, boy, I get this. This day just got interesting. Some weird thing like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> guess I'll have to get even nefarious. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, they're stuck in the cabin now. And that's basically where we leave it, except for one last scene mm. of the White Walker taking that poor ignored baby who could have been saved Yes, uh, up through a lot of distance and snow on his dead horse, mm-hmm. and he takes him to some sort of ritual monument thing in the middle of a strange circular mountain, Yep, sort of like an ice uh, pedestal, like an altar, mm-hmm. places the baby down, and then this really main dude looking one of the uh, um, white walkers comes up, touches the baby, and that baby's like, dude, I am blue-eyed now. Mm. Contact they lenses. turning babies, yeah. <laughs> Gives the baby some <laughs> corrective vision contact lenses. <laughs> yep. And, um, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, the baby, yeah, I mean, yeah, we assume the baby's turned into a into a white walker or a zombie or whatever. A uh, whatever a, something more of a, a a white a white a white crawler, perhaps. Oh, I think you might l- l- like to look into that terminology. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> a bit of a white, a bit of a white crawler, you say? Oh, a white, uh, a white crawler. Maybe one day they'll have some white toddlers on their hands. But oh, right now, hello. oh, those terrible twos. That's when they start. What? That's when they start eating people's brains. Yeah. Does the baby then age rapidly? Because it seems as though him taking babies off Craster for all this time would mean that he has an awful lot of, like, 14-year-old white walkers. <laughs> or just an army of babies. Cause, or like, just you know, heaps of babies. Because, like, there's that thing with, like, vampires and zombies of, like, you just get turned, you know, yeah, stay that age. So it's like, true. where? Well, isn't, shouldn't there just be an army of babies? <laughs> He's just going to start throwing them at his enemies. <laughs> oh, dear. But anyway. But, yeah. That's a it. Little bit of, a little bit of intrigue. A little bit of babies on the side. <laughs> Don't mind if I do with my potatoes. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, like a bunch of... That was a weird episode in that like a bunch of interesting stuff happened. I just don't think it was presented that interestingly in the episode. Yeah, I think I agree. I don't know if it was just the effect of watching them back to back for me. Right, but you well, watched well, them I, separately, right? I did. Yeah, I watched the I watched four hundred three yesterday and four hundred four like just before we recorded. Right. Um, I just 
yeah, I don't know that it was executed that well. I think like Olena and Marjorie, that stuff was okay. But the um, all of the Daenerys stuff was much worse this episode, I thought. Yes, I agree with that. And, um, and yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of just that stuff wasn't great. And that's, that, that was the start of the episode, so it didn't really leave a good taste in my mouth. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, that, all the Lizard Boy stuff was very over the top and very sort of crazy Conan the Barbarian, you know, sort of yeah. s- silly 80s fantasy style. And not even in, not even in like an unbelievable way, mm, mm. just in a like, okay, this guy's going to get his comeuppance, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was just a bit grimy and, and, and yeah, you're right. Like there's no, there's not a lot of ambiguity about what, what's going to happen there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's still a decent one. And yeah. I think it's a pair of episodes, three, definitely great um, Four, fine. Yeah. 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 I I agree. Uh, so, do we want to wrap up the non-spoilery part of the episode there, then, I guess? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Uh, thank you, first-time watchers, uh, and people who are, for some reason, and I know you exist, don't watch the show, but are just listening to us talk about it. Um, thank you for listening again, and, um, we'll see you next week. Of course, you can email ariatalkingtomepod at gmail.com, um, and especially first-time viewers, Get on the socials and you can send us some questions there. Make some comments. Talk about the show in a non-spoilery way. But uh, for now, thank you for listening. And let us now enter the the sealed section. So don't go any further unless you want spoilers for the rest of the show. Yeah, viewer beware. You're in for a bear. (laughs) You know what they say, in for a penny, in for a, penny, in for a bear. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> that's what they say. Anyway, um, here's the bear. News that I only have one thing. <laughs> I'm just going to lay it out bare here. Yep. From uh, episode three, the uh, the farmers who they stay with, yep. they come back. Yeah, I, I saw you made that note. I do not remember that. So I think in the most recent series, it was either seven or maybe six, hmm. the hounds... Maybe it was that episode where... Do you remember there was that one where it was just the Hound? Like, after you thought he was dead, like, Brienne killed him. There's sure. one episode where he's, like, building a farm or something. Yeah, yeah, with Ian McShane, the guy from Deadwood. It's yeah. A, it's that that religious group who are sort of trying to stay uh, clear of all the conflict. That's right. I think possibly during that episode or at some other point, he goes back to that same farmhouse and sees those two dead. Right. Uh, and he, right, bur- right, right. he buries them. He, like... Digs a grave and chucks oh, them in there. Oh and... yes, I do. Yeah, I have a, I do have a memory of that. Yep. I yep. don't know as what a, episode a... it was from, but yeah. No, but that, you're right. That is like a real character uh, moment for him. Yeah. Mm. So mm. Uh, I I had forgotten about it happening this time when that scene happened later right. on. Yeah. So yep. it's nice to see those farm people there farming it up, and they mm. don't make it through the winter. He's right. He is right. Yeah. Um. What else happens? There's not. There's not a whole heap of stuff in terms of spoilery stuff. Oh, I guess Daenerys is really sort of getting on the path to dictatorship. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Cersei as well is starting to show the cracks in her, like losing her first kid. She's like already snapped into being a bit more crazy. Mm -hmm. And obviously with each kid who dies goes further and further down that path. Yep, totally. Yep, that's true. Um, Uh... Jamie, I think already the seeds of... 
his um, departure or separation from Cersei. I mean, it's it's pretty blatant here, but it doesn't happen for three more seasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. But those seeds are definitely being sown here. Yep, agreed. Uh, uh, the the Iron Bank and Bravos and stuff like that, I think we've heard them sort of mention Dish before, mm. but they're really starting to go like, no, 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 this, remember this. Yeah, uh, totally. I mean, it has been mentioned, I feel like, before now, the whole, like, the person who wins, you know, the person who ends up on the throne is the person with the money. Yeah, and, so, and that the yeah. Iron Bank, like, supports and that the Lannisters are in debt to them, I think, has even been mentioned yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, B- Robert Baratheon was in debt to them. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. Yes, but I guess that's just transferred over. I guess the king, you know, the kingdom, the is crown. In debt. Yeah, yeah, the crown yeah. Was yeah. In debt. yeah. The TV show, The Crown. Never seen it. No, me neither. We should do a podcast about that next. But okay. uh, I think that has to be the extent of this podcast that we do. Not heaps of. Uh, Mm. Uh, stuff spoilery there, but yeah, those farmers are uh, the most interesting thing I think. Totally, and yeah, and I, I still think Daenerys, uh, her character arc. It's not we don't we haven't reached the end of that arc. We don't know what's in the pot of gold, um, and she's certainly started to display those really worrying tendencies uh, already. Agree. Sorry, I tried <laughs> to get rid of that yawn earlier than that, but it was it was happening. It's 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 a byproduct of us recording these on a Sunday evening, which is fine. It's a good time to do them, but boy, if I'm not sleepy as well, it' late and it's sleepy. So I'm gonna eat myself two or three potatoes and head to bed. I reckon. Mmm, very nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay down on a fluffy pillow of mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if the world was potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll... And if a shark came up and tried to bite you, he'd take a bite and say, that tastes like nothing. Like <laughs> it's just a potato. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> Keep sending in your questions and thoughts and comments. Um, as the episodes get more interesting in terms of, you know, spoiler stuff, we'll go back to kind of speculating a bit more. But right now, we're we're smack bang in the middle of the show, so... It's kind of yeah. the le- the least interesting point to speculate, but um, yeah, keep sending in your questions and stuff. They uh, we really appreciate them. We'll be getting to more of them uh, in future episodes. But for now, hell yeah, let's uh, let's say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. See you next week. Goodbye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.